Judge by Connor Falkenberg, Prologue. My name is Connor and I am currently the fifth richest person on earth. I have a wall 20 feet tall in front of my house. I'm the owner of the San Antonio Spurs. I have no kids, but I do have a beautiful wife that is the head of Amazon. She's the third richest person on earth. Together, we are the richest couple on earth. Chapter 1. Beep. 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 The fire alarm shouted. I practically jumped 10 feet and hit my head on the roof. There was so much smoke I couldn't see a foot in front of me. And at that moment, I saw a blinding light from in front. Thinking it was the exit, I sprinted at it and slammed my face into the wall. I felt blood trickle down my face, but I couldn't stay there. I needed to get out, so I kept a hand on the wall until there was a door, and there it was. I was free. I went to my car and drove 20-plus miles an hour above the speed limit until I got home. When I got home, I immediately made sure to get my money back, and then I switched banks because I was never going through that again. Chapter 2. The next day, I was called to the courtroom to set a time for a court meeting. The judge had said somebody named Carter had called him and said he knew why the bank was on fire. He said he knew it was you because he had said he lived at 207 Hardwood Drive. And you live on 207 Hardwood Drive. So now I have to go to court and I need to pay for a lawyer. It cost a lot, but I have the money. And then some. But first, I need to win the meeting because if I don't, I'm out of a job and possibly a wife, because that would hurt her reputation, too, and everyone related to me. But first things first, I need to set a time. But we couldn't have the same dates through the year, so we had to get a different judge. And we shouldn't have, because right from the get-go, he was harder. There's no way I'm going to win this. But still, I can't back down now. I've already spent 24 hours in here. I'm starving, so I suggest, how about we talk about this over lunch? They immediately turned that down because they said that someone would probably hear us and that would not be good. I used to say that I would never eat prison food even if I was about to die, and now I was craving some prison food. I would eat anything, so I went twice as fast trying to be able to go and eat. When we found a day, and right after, I went to a buffet and ate the whole thing and then some. They kept asking me, you done yet? And I kept saying, not yet. Chapter 3. Today is the big day, my court meeting. And if I don't win, my life is over, so the pressure is on. Every time someone talks to me, my mind goes blank. I don't remember what they say, and I can't answer. That makes me even more nervous. Not that I'm not nervous enough right now. But I got to the car, hoping the ride would take as long as possible. It didn't. It was super fast. It felt like we were going way too fast. So I said twice, slow down. We don't want to get pulled over. But the speed never changed. And we still got there a bit late, and the judge had to wait for us. But when we got there, we started right away. Judge started coming, and the police guy said, All rise. Then Carter jumped on the opportunity, trying to get the judge on his side. But he didn't need to convince the judge. The judge was already on the side. It was a jury he needed to convince. Because innocent and sure proven guilty. And then the judge turned to me, and I panicked. Then he said, What do you think about this? But I couldn't talk. So I tried, and again, nothing came up. Now there was some whispering among the bystanders, but I managed to stutter, I, uh, I, uh, I 
didn't uh, light the uh, bank um, on fire? The judge answered, yes, that is what you think. That is why we're here today. What else do you have to say? I couldn't say anything, so I said, if I uh, lit the bank on fire, what did uh, I use? Because the police didn't uh, say see anything. I may not be out because Carter now was speechless. The judge then said, if you're not going to say anything, I think we're done here. And at that, they left into the room. We were all silent. Carter and I both had red faces and we were sweating. And it did not look good. They came back in and the judge said, unfortunately, we have determined that Connor is innocent. Court dismissed. And I started to leave. But I kept thinking about that, unfortunately. Why would that word come from a judge? Chapter 4 the next day after the court meeting, I got up and started to get ready when the doorbell rang. I went to answer the door, but when I opened it, there was no one there. I closed the door and went back getting ready, and the doorbell rang again. So I went to answer the door, there was no one there again. So I thought to myself, I'm not answering the door again, just a waste of time. And of course, the doorbell rang again. I just kept getting ready, but after five minutes, the voice said, I will give you one hour. You better run. No cheating by calling the police. But that is exactly what I did. I called the police immediately, and she said, 911, what's your emergency? I repeated back, there's someone outside my house threatening to kill me. We'll be right there, the police replied. That was when the murderer also responded. That's it, I told you, I'm coming in right now. That's, that was when I heard a window break and footsteps getting closer and closer, till it seemed like they were right next to me. But I was already in my hiding spot because I couldn't get to my spot, but luckily I was already in my hiding spot. The voice said, we can play hide and seek. I'm good at that game. I will find you. That is when the siren started and the boots started getting more frantic until I could barely hear the footsteps. Trying to get a glimpse of him, I went out of my hiding spot, but he was right there in front of me. He shot his twist pistol twice. Bang! Bang! The gun screamed twice. And it was directly into my chest. I could see blood coming out every second. They caught the guy who shot me. Then he said, I've been planning to do this my whole life. Now I have finally done it. That is when everything went dark. Five. I woke up in the hospital with cords all around me and this weird beeping sound that was coming from my left. Then a loud sound, and it was very obnoxious and uncalled for. The voice said, he's awake, he's awake. Somebody left the room to do the doctor, and the doctor came back with food. He told me what happened, and then I would be cleared in a day or two if my recovery goes faster than planned. If not, maybe three or four days, then you can get back to your life. And he left. Everyone was silent, so I asked, what happened while I was gone? They answered. Do you want the good news first or the bad news first? I responded back, good news first. Well, they caught the thief and we're pressing charges and he owes us $100,000 for the next 20 years for a total of $2 million. Now the bad news. Half your team has requested a trade and you are on a 25 note. Now I got word that you guys lost now. So then it's 26 game losing streak. Then everything went dark. I fainted again.